Nerds and welcome to the Speculating Nerd Podcast. I am your host Neo, and this is um, an attempt at a show. Uh, yeah. Wasabi, everybody. Uh, I believe that if we work together, we can persevere. That was a sad excuse of an attempt at an Obama. Uh, impersonation or maybe that was William Shatner coming out of me Sulu forward thrusters um, wasabi everybody episode 42 it's been a minute uh, I have been uh Preoccupied with uh, life, uh, so I apologize for being so far away for so long. Um, well, in all actuality, uh, I've had to. My coworker pulled his back out, and I had to cover for about eight days worth of work. Uh, t- well, technically, his days off are Sundays, so I normally do a double on Sundays, but. Uh, so, so I did my double on Sunday, but, uh, he could not come in on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and the following Sunday. So for eight days, I was doing double shifts at the job. So you can imagine how much fun I've had this past week or so. Uh, there's a lot to cover. Uh, some of it is not even on the playlist. Uh, I missed Twitter topics, uh, but I'm going to co- cover them today. And a lot of things that's uh, been in the news cycle. Um, so, uh, should I just get to it? Uh, sh- let me get another swig of water. I know I owe you subscribers a Mortal Kombat uh, movie commentary track. I will be doing that if not later on today or tomorrow. Because uh, I say maybe tomorrow because I might have to go into work tomorrow. Uh, that is still up for debate or for question. Uh, but if I can do it tonight, I will. Uh, if not, it'll most likely be tomorrow. I'll have to go in and then cover for a few hours and then come come back out. But we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, uh, in regards to what I've said in the past about changes to my, como se dice, personal life uh, in regards to, uh, f- let's just say personal life, uh, some changes are not going to happen. Uh, but some changes to schedules will happen, uh, most likely. 
And yeah, I might be able to do this more often than than not. Uh, we'll see how things uh, fall into place. But uh, just for now, let's just say podcasting is not going to just be my only source of income. But subscribers are very much welcome and uh, appreciated. Uh, uh, do I want to go through this uh, the way I wrote it? All right, let's just fucking go into it. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is reducing workload and steps back from acting due to Alzheimer's risk. That's a damn fucking shame. Uh, I'm pretty sure the right amount of money will bring him back for Thor 5, but if not, you know, I, I, I highly doubt he would let Thor 4 be his final thing, you know. Uh, also, he has other... I'm sure he has, what, Extraction 2 is supposed to come out uh, for Netflix. And I'm pretty sure he has some other things lined up. But uh, I guess I guess in the immediate future, he's not taking much roles and stuff like that. So that's a damn shame. Uh, he was not diagnosed with Alzheimer's, but he is a... Uh, his genes... That he did a recent special on National Geographic, Disney Plus, whatever it was, and uh, they did DNA work on him, and they said you're predisposed. He's predisposed to have Alzheimer's, so I guess that's just playing into how he wants to, uh, I guess, relive the rest of his life. You know, he probably wants to spend more time with his family than constantly be on the road or on location doing movies and stuff like that so it's not to say that he has alzheimer's it's just that he's at risk for it and he's just i i guess i'm not there i'm not uh, i'm not in his corner or anything i'm just uh assuming that he would want to focus more on his family life than personal life uh, or uh, what is it uh, public life or famous life whatever you want to call it so i yeah Sad news, but uh, I'm sure he'll come back here and there, maybe with the right role and the right money and the right time. That's good for him. He'll do something. We'll we'll see more of Chris Hemsworth in the future. Uh, I definitely think if there's a Thor 5 and the money's right and the time is right, he'll probably do it. And that'll probably be the very last we'll see of Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Uh, if there's no Thor 5, he could come back for Secret Wars or Kang Dynasty or one of those films as a final farewell type thing. Uh, like it could be a secret Thor 5 snuck into, you know, the story. We'll see. Uh, moving on. HBO Max has Harry Potter series in the works, each season focusing on each book. So we definitely uh, most likely are going to get, I, that's just what they're saying now. Would not be surprised if like, let's say the longer books get spread over a course of two seasons. So if, but if they're going by seas, by, by book, there's what, uh, Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, uh, what was it? The third one is Prisoner of Azkaban, right? Then you got Goblet of Fire... There's what six, seven, eight books. Well, there was eight movies, seven books. So that's a that's already a seven season lockdown they have or they could have. Um, 
it makes sense, but if the books get longer as you get go as they keep going, so I would not be surprised if this goes on beyond seven seasons. Uh, season one could be very well. I think I spoke about this too. I think I said that that's what they could do because each season could focus on one one book. Uh, you, let's say you got. 20 chapters in Sorcerer's Stone, that's a good solid 20 episodes, 22, 23 episodes you have right there lined up, already written. You just have to adapt it, you know, for television. Really easy. Either way, uh, J.K. Rowling is uh, getting more money uh, by bleeding the fucking hell out of the Harry Potter franchise. Uh, drawing, if that stone still has blood, you know, keep draining it. Uh, we had this past week, uh, a load of trailers, uh, that came out. We had, uh, not our final, but our second or third Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 trailer. Um, and then after that, they, uh, released a series of Guardians, uh, posters. Uh, very rec uh, rocket-centric. Uh, so, again, I, I'm not... Let's say it's 50-50. Um, 50-50 on whether it's Drax or Rocket that dies. But something's going to happen to one of those two. So it's 50-50. It could just be the fact that it's a very Rocket-heavy story. But we'll, we'll, I guess we'll see. Uh, Spider-Verse. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, what is it? Uh, there was... Spider-Man... Into this, uh, no, Spider Man into Across the Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse was the first one. Across the Spider Verse is part two. And we are, we had a new trailer. It doesn't really tell us too much of what's going on, but uh, I, I hesitate to say that Spider Man 2099 is the main villain of the story. Of course, this is also, uh, part one to a two-parter as they announced i believe that there's a third one and that's into this across the spider-verse two i think or if they're calling it part three i don't fucking know but um yeah it looks really fucking good uh this console will turn off automatically in five minutes uh, all right go ahead xbox do, do what you gotta do um <laughs> uh so uh, it the the it, it does uh, set up a lot of, I guess, where the story is in regards to from uh, Into the Spider-Verse, uh, going into Across the Spider-Verse, and he meets uh, a bunch of other Spider-Men. If my voice sounds funny, it's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it, does, if it does kind of feel funny, but I don't know if it sounds funny. I'm not going to listen back to this, so you guys tell me. Uh, Secret Invasion, uh, which drops on Disney Plus June 21st, April, May, so in two months. Um, uh, a very different look into the MCU universe, uh, I must say. Uh, it, it does seem very dark, secretive, espionage, you know, spy thriller type thing. Um uh it it looks it looks really fucking good it just it, it's basically uh it is i don't think it takes very much from the comics uh 
but it's taking, I guess, the basic premise of that uh, scrolls are coming in to take over the world, you know, or trying to inhabit the world, and they're doing it by secretly taking out or replacing uh, important people. Uh, we'll see how that goes, but it looks very interesting. Very, I can't say it looks fun because it doesn't. It doesn't look like it's a. Hey, listen, look, join us on our next superhero adventure. No, it doesn't look like that. It looks like yo, this is a serious thing, and uh, come check it out. And it it does, and I can't wait to see that. Uh, I do have to catch up on Mandalorian before I continue the trailers. Things. I do have to catch up on Mandalorian. The last episode I saw was uh, Bo-Katan being a, uh, join, uh, accepted by the uh, people that always wear their helmets. And soon she's going to just completely disregard that and <laughs> take her helmet off, I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, this is the way. Uh, Blue Beetle. The trailer for Blue Beetle finally dropped uh, yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? Uh, time has no meaning for me anymore. Uh, uh, Blue Beetle was, looks so much fun. Uh, it looks very much uh, like first Shazam mixed with a little bit of uh, Giver mixed with uh, a little bit of Iron Man. You know, mixed with uh, it has a it has a Spider-Man. Uh, no Way Home, Iron Man, Giver, uh, Shazam feel to it. You know, it has a lot of things that I it, I guess it's inspired by. Uh, it basically follows Hyman Reyes, Hyman Hyman Reyes, uh, the third Blue Beetle, if I'm not mistaken, and current Blue Beetle, uh, who uh gets this uh alien scarab technology or something and it bonds to him and he becomes a superhero that looks like it's going to be a lot of fun i am i'm very intrigued the trailer has me hooked and uh can't wait to see it moving on a quick uh wrestlemania review we had wrestlemania april 1st and the april 2nd that was a uh, saturday and sunday um fun show good show uh standout match of the whole thing of the, if you add the two nights together i will say rhea ripley and charlotte stole the show uh for something that was supposed to be the main event of night one it was a co-main event thing which is kind of stupid but i understand what they had to do because they had the bloodline storyline with the tag team titles uh being the main event of the night one because they had to bookend each other uh, the Usos versus uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens tag team title match had to bookend night one while Roman and Cody Rhodes had to bookend night two. So you had to end both shows with the Bloodline storyline. I get it. But Rhea and Charlotte stole the fucking show for me. Out of everything that transpired during that show from night one to night two... The one that stuck out to me was Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. There was a part where she, where Rhea had her in a, she had her set up for a German suplex. That's when you have, uh, she has her hand, her arms around her opponent's waist. 
and she flings her over her head so her back could hit the, you know, could, her back could uh, hit the floor and she, you know, it's the German suplex. For those of you who don't know anything about wrestling. Um, <clears throat> and so, uh, so I guess Charlotte over jumped or overshot her, the throw. She, as Rhea was tossing, she jumped and flipped and went face first <laughs> into the mat. And all she came out with was a rug, was like, I guess what they call a mat burn across the bridge of her nose. So she had a little bit of blood, but she just like, it had a nice little, like, you know how you skin you across the rug? Like if you, you, you rope, you know, like rug burn, but it's mat burn. And it just like scraped some of her skin and she had a little bit of blood on the bridge of her nose. But it was so gnarly. And she just flops. To, she Her face hits the floor. Well, hits the mat. And then her body just collapses behind her. And you think she's out. But she was not out. She continued the match. And it ended up with Rhea doing a riptide off the top turnbuckle. So beautifully done. And then she stacks her up. I love the way Rhea Ripley pins her opponents. Like she... <laughs> It's like she's straddling them or something. It's it's great. Uh, but it was so physical, so intense. And they had a build. The build is the story that leads up to the, the match. They had a horrible fucking build. Horrible. It was, it was like nothing. You know, they had a shit build. Uh, like... You know when they when they have those promos that oh I'm gonna take you down for this or I'm gonna take you down for that oh this this that and this that and the other thing, you know usually it's something a compelling story that you know you get you interested in the match. They didn't have any of that. It was very lackluster. Let's just say that. When they got into the fucking ring, they fucking delivered beyond what anyone would have thought or should have you know was prepared to see. And uh, in the end, Rhea Ripley won with the Riptide off the top turnbuckle. Pins Charlotte Flair. She's the new SmackDown Women's Champion. And then Charlotte's on the outside. She's smiling and she's like, not smiling in a negative or stupid way, but she's like, all right, you got this one. Congratulations. You did good. You know, that was one hell of a fight. You could tell. They put themselves through one hell of a fucking fight. And they told a really good story in the ring, in the in the match. Uh, and then uh, the Usos had to follow... Usos versus KO and Sami Zayn had to follow that. Which was a great match. Don't get me wrong. And you had other stuff before it that was pretty good. But Rhea and Charlotte stole the fucking show. Then you had night two, which was not as fun as the first night. And then we had the Roman versus Cody, and uh, Cody unfortunately lost uh, through some shenanigans and shit. I knew it was going to be so over-fucking-booked, and everything was just going to... But I was hoping that Cody would come out on top, but this is Roman's story. Uh, you know, this is how he wins, this is how he does it. Overbooked, and the odds were against um, Cody Rhodes. I would have preferred, now let me try and set it up the best way I can with uh, my very poor memory. Um, 
the ref takes a bump. A really stupid bump, but he that's what happens in a Roman Reigns fight. The ref has to take a bump. Uh, Cody was going to go for a kick. Roman dodges. He hits the referee. Referee acts like it was a fucking car accident, and he fucking falls out of the ring. So, of course, the Usos come down, beat up on Cody. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn come out and beat them up and chase them out and fight into the crowd. And eventually... Um, Cody gets the upper hand on Roman, does a crossroads, does like two crossroads, and he's about to set up for the third crossroads, but then somebody from the audience uh, uh, in a hoodie comes out, and it's Solo Sokoa. Now, Solo Sokoa, who is uh, the youngest brother of the Usos and is the Bloodlines enforcer, he was there at the beginning of the match, and then the referee had kicked him out because he was doing a little too much. So everybody thought, oh, great, the... Playing fields even, Solo's out, great, now Cody has a chance to win. But Solo comes back in a hoodie, does a Samoan spike to Cody, and Cody's choking and shit, selling the, the move, and then Roman hits him with a spear, referee comes back, oh no, referee was uh, distracted by Paul Heyman. Well, uh, yeah, the ref came back at a certain point, the match continued, uh, Cody got the crossroads. As he did the second one, Paul Heyman gets on the ropes and starts distracting the ref. Cody gets set for the third one. He's in the corner and all of a sudden Solo comes in. Simone Spike, blah, blah, blah. Roman spears him, covers Cody. Uh, the ref, you know, wakes the fuck up, does the three count, game over. Roman Waynes retains the Undisputed Universal title. Um... My thing is, why couldn't we get someone else besides Solo to cost Cody the match? Um, if that was the plan, they should have, uh, I, I don't know, uh, Jacob Fatu is a big, kind of a big deal in professional wrestling gorilla, PWG, or some other wrestling promotion. Uh and he's he's made a name for himself out there. He is the younger or older brother of Roman Reigns. Younger brother of Roman Reigns. Right? Yeah, Jacob Fatu. Um, he doesn't go by any other name that I know of, but he is... Yeah, I think he's Roman's older brother or younger brother. I, I, I don't fucking remember. I don't fucking know. But... If they had gotten him to come in and cost Cody the match, then that's more intriguing to the story in a sense that, holy shit, there's another Bloodline member. Their numbers game has grown exponentially. Uh, and that would have been like, holy shit, that would have been a holy shit moment. But just seeing Solo come back out with a hoodie and costing Cody the match, then... Yeah, okay, okay, fine. You know, it's kind of def not deflating, but like, bleh, you know, blah. And it would have been more interesting if they had gotten someone like Jacob Fatu. Uh, unfortunately, uh, there is a younger brother that uh, Roman Reigns has who's currently in NXT. I don't fucking know his name. Uh, but uh, I, go I guess he's not exactly ready to be doing anything. On the main roster. So, of course, they're not going to fucking bring him up out of nowhere just for that. Um, 
But yeah, someone like Jacob Fatu, who's like a 300-pound guy doing fucking cruiserweight type shit that I've seen so far on Twitter and sometimes on YouTube, if I come across it. Mostly on Twitter, I've seen some of it. And he does like cruiserweight fucking moves, and this dude is like 300-some-odd fucking pounds. So this is he's phenomenal. Um, but I guess they couldn't get him, or they haven't been able to get him, or they don't think about getting him. Uh, and, uh, then they had the Raw Aftermania, which was a total shit show. And everybody believes that's, uh, Vince McMahon's fault. Because, uh, I guess, uh, Vince McMahon is back in some shape or form doing creative. Uh, which is kind of fucked up, considering the shit that he's been accused of. And apparently comes and he's back. Uh, at the same time, WWE has been purchased or is in the process of being purchased by Endeavor. Uh, Endeavor Company owns UFC. So with UFC and WWE under their uh, uh, corporate umbrella, they're going to merge into a certain... uh, Not merge as in UFC and WWE are going to merge into a single company. It's just they're going to merge uh, in the sense of, uh, you know, they're going to be under a certain, um, excuse me, uh, gotta put this on mute. Um, they're gonna be under a certain uh, umbrella corp or um, umbrella corp, uh, an umbrella of a certain company. It's not going to be under Endeavor. It's gonna be on Endeavor. It's gonna be Endeavor, Endeavor, uh, company, right? Then below them is going to be the company that is going to be in charge of WWE and UFC together. And WWE and UFC are going to be their own separate thing. Just under this umbrella of a new company. Um, so yeah, for $9 billion, Endeavor has bought um, WWE. And it looks like uh, in exchange they brought uh, Vince McMahon back. To be in control of a lot of certain creative things. He was asked, uh, will you be back as create in the creative sense of uh, what goes on in WWE on a daily basis? He says, in the, and he says, looking like a fucked up Gomez Adams. <laughs> I mean, have you seen Vince McMahon? He looks like, first of all, his fucking plastic surgery is, he'll, I mean, he looks fucking terrible. With his plastic surgery. He dyed his hair black. He has a black mustache. Lip mustache. Not even a mustache. He has a lip mustache. He looks like fucking Little Richard and shit. And he looks like a weird fucking fucked up plastic Gomez Adams. And so uh, he uh, he says, oh, well, I, I'm the executive. I'm being creative uh, in the higher ups. But in the weeds, no, no, I can't do that no more. Like that, it, which means, uh, if you, uh, or what could mean, is that he gets final say on all the creative stuff that happens. Um, they could, uh, like Triple H, could be still in the chief creative officer. His people, him and his people, come up with the stories, and they send them up to Vince, and then he does whatever the fuck he does to the scripts, and send it back, sends it back to them, and they do. I guess that's how they're going to end up running the show, which is fucking ridiculous to me. 
Uh, Triple H has done a fantastic job on his fucking own with whoever else he's working. And everything's been fun and fine and just copacetic. Vince coming back does not bode well for the product. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't fucking know. I think I've gone on a little too long on WWE and wrestling, but uh, yeah, it's uh, the WrestleMania was good. Raw after Mania was shit, and the only good part was Brock Lesnar beating the shit out of Cody Rhodes for some fucking reason. <laughs> for some reason, I guess we'll find out next week on Raw, or maybe on SmackDown. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I don't fucking know what's going on. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my WWE segment for the moment. Uh, Shrek 5 is in the works over at DreamWorks. Also a donkey spinoff film also in the in the works. And I say to that, why? Chat yeah, just why I I mean I don't I I have yet to seen Shrek 4. Uh, yeah, nothing. Uh, I've seen Shrek, Shrek 2, Shrek 3. I've probably seen in passing. But I don't think I've seen it in its entirety. And then you got Shrek 4, which, I, which was what? Shrek Forever After? And that was the one with Justin Timberlake, right? Uh, yeah, I didn't see that one. So I don't know what else what else could possibly be told from the story to make uh, Shrek 5, let alone a donkey fucking spinoff. Like, <sighs> those fucking half donkey, half dragon motherfuckers better, you know, have a story to tell <laughs> for him to do something. Um, moving on. Uh, the Thunderbolts film could reportedly set the stage for X-Men debut. Don't know what the fuck that means. Um, huh. That's interesting. I, I must say that's, that's an interesting thing. Um, we don't know anything about what the Thunderbolts story is going to be about. Apparently, they're going to be fighting Stephen Yoon's uh, Century, uh, which is, an, you know, I guess you could say is like how Suicide Squad was fighting Starro the... the, the Starro the... Conqueror, right? Yeah, Starro is called Starro the Conqueror. Yeah, uh, so you got this big bad, and you got these, you know, low level heroes slash villains slash anti heroes, whoever the fuck they are. I would have preferred a more villain centric Thunderbolts, but I get it. You don't want to be compared to the Suicide Squad, which is all just villains. So you meet in the middle. You have your anti-heroes or your, you know, samad semi-heroes, you know, as your Thunderbolts. So it may it makes sense. It makes sense. But it sets the stage for the X-Men's debut. Not unless they're planning on making Sentry a mutant. And then the X-Men come in and help the Thunderbolts defeat Sentry or calm him down or something. But that's interesting. That's interesting. Uh, Marvel Studios is reportedly reducing its yearly MCU output. Is that in regards to what's going on in the theaters right now? Because uh, unfortunately, Quantum Mania was not 
a failure, but not a success, as far as I know and I, as I understand it. Uh, it did make a shitload of money in its opening weekend. It It is a top 20, whatever the fuck it is. But the decline that it had after its opening weekend was very substantial. So, of course, Marvel's probably looking at that and being like, maybe we should... Uh, we have all these things coming out. Let's take some time or a moment between each thing. Let's not let's not shove so much shit down people's throats. You know, it may it makes sense. It may it makes sense. Uh, so that means instead of two or three movies a year, we'll get probably one or two, uh, or two to three, three to four, whatever the because what do we. And of course, they also have the Disney Plus stuff, and they said they're going to reduce or at least spread out their releases of Disney Plus series. So, uh, so yeah, we got what Secret Invasion in June. Loki probably won't come out until June, July, August. Maybe uh, as um, Owen Wilson said, probably in September. So that's a good two, three, two to three months apart. Uh, which kind of makes sense because also you had Captain Marvel, not Captain Marvel, uh, Miss Marvel was in the process of being on T on Disney Plus, and shortly, like one or two episodes in, Obi Wan Kenobi premiered, and then you had shortly after or before uh, Miss Marvel finished, She Hulk was premiering. And I had no time, no other show had, or any of the other shows, including She-Hulk, had any, people didn't have time to digest what they had before. And so, of course, people complained about what the fuck was going on with this, that, and the other thing. Uh, what's not on this paper, on my list, uh, Victoria Alonso, a longtime executive producer and partner of Kevin Feige's uh, MCU stable, because it's uh, Kevin Feige... Gian, not Giancarlo Esposito, but uh, something, some, somebody Esposito, or Esperanza, whatever, and Victoria Alonso. And Victoria Alonso was head of um, uh, visual effects and executive producer of all those other things. But uh, she, her, I guess her domain was the visual effects arena. And I guess she was fired. Uh, I'm pretty sure they said, as reports said, that Kevin Feige knew they were going to do something with her, but uh, it was, it's not like he had anything, and he didn't have a say. This was Disney's say. They didn't tell Kevin Feige, yo, Kevin Feige, you're going to have to do this. They took it upon themselves, but they let him know at least a day or so in advance that she's fired and so on and so forth. Uh, reports say is that because of uh, she was fired, uh, for the recent um, accusations of a poor workplace environment for the visual effects crews or studios or department. Uh, apparently, um, you know, they didn't, they weren't getting paid that much. They were worked, overworked. And it also, uh, this is according to what I've read. Uh, I'm going not verbatim, but off the top of my head or from memory, uh, they were overworked, underpaid, uh, 
understaffed or some shit like that. And you had this, let's say, a group of, let's just fucking throw a number out of the 50. You had a group of 50 working on who knows how many fucking movies uh, on a certain schedule. You know, they probably had to do, like, a department of 10 had to do two or three movies. Another department of 10 had to do two or three movies. And they all had to get those visual effects done at a certain point in certain time. So that's why a lot of things, if you notice have declined visual effects wise in some movies and TV shows. Um, I guess the blame fell on her and they, you know, I guess they did what they did. And so Victoria Alonso is no more, no longer at uh, uh, MC uh, Marvel studios and Disney, excuse me. And so there's that. Um, do I have anything to say about it? Not really, because uh, I don't know if any of that is 100% true, or if that, in fact, just does fall on her shoulders because she was the higher up. You know, it could have been somebody that was under her, and they, you know, either they skated off or, you know, yeah, they probably just, like, ended up telling, uh, she had to, I guess, bite the bullet because she is the one that's higher up and in for more in charge of what's going on. Uh, but either way, um, she'll find, I'm pretty sure she'll find, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, in, and we, I'm laughing because on my television screen is a telenovela and the guy on screen has the Vince McMahon mustache <laughs> It just made me laugh. It just made me laugh. He looks so silly. Uh, I don't understand lip mustaches. I have a mustache, but it's a mustache. I don't have that little lip covering. You know, it just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. It looks ridiculous. You know, either shave it all or don't grow one at all, you know. But that's neither here nor there. I'm sure Victoria Alonso will find work someplace else perfectly fine she'll be fine and i'm pretty sure she has a lot of money saved up so uh i don't think we need to cry for her uh i don't think it's uh anything negative it's just how business is you know if, you, if somebody's lacking in your department or in your job the bigger up has to end up biting the bullet and i guess that's what happened all right moving on uh clayface could be the batman 2 villain um, cool, you know, like, um, in a world that's supposed to, I guess, be, um, grounded in realism, as I don't think it should be, uh, but, um, yeah, they could go with either the clay monster or they could go with uh, the original Clayface who just, uh, I guess, um, I think he could morph his face or some shit or whatever the fuck. But he wasn't a clay monster. Um, or he could just, they could just do an amalgamation of the different Clayfaces because there's been three Clayfaces uh, in the comics. The main one that we know of 
is uh, the monster um, Hagen Clayface, uh, the Clayface monster, uh, who can morph his entire body into whatever the fuck he wants. Uh, it could be like he starts off as the original Clayface with, you know, whatever the case may be from the comics and then eventually transform into the monster Clayface. So it's worth, uh, I guess it's something uh, worth looking into and um, something interesting, something interesting to to come into, uh, to uh, to experience. I I've always I'm one that's always wanted a clayface, the clayface character to appear in the movie. So I guess we're getting that. Uh, Wonder Man casts uh, Demetrius Demetrius Gross. As classic Avengers villain Grim Reaper. So we have a villain for the Wonder Man show. Uh, it's the Grim Reaper. Cool. Don't know much about the character. Um, I just know he's an old school uh, Avengers villain. And to have Wonder Man have to be the one that's fighting him. That's really cool. Uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen is uh, Wonder Man, right? Yeah, he was um, uh, Black Manta. So yeah, he's going to be... Uh, Wonder Man, so that's really fucking cool. That's going to be great. Uh, Ryan Coogler is working on an X-Files reboot. The truth is out there. Um, I'm all for that, man. You know, if he's a fan of the original X-Files reboot, like he was a fan of Rocky, and he did Creed, as great as Creed is, there's a lot to look forward to for uh, the X-Files fans. You know, I only... Um, my experience with X-Files has always been if I couldn't sleep, I'd turn on the TV and X-Files is on. If it's too fucking scary or too sh- something I fucking missed, i just change the fucking channel. But um, <laughs> uh, I, it's not like I'm not a fan of X-Files. It's just I have no experience. Or... Como se dice? Yeah, I just I never watched. I can't say I'm not a fan or I will never be a fan or it's something that I won't I couldn't get into if I don't find um reruns somewhere. But uh yeah. Yeah, uh Ryan Coogler is working on that. Uh Liv Tyler has returned as Betty Ross for Captain America 4. They are currently filming in Atlanta, uh which is bing bong awesome i don't know where the fuck that came from um but uh yeah uh finally either she's going to be red i think this is my speculating nerd persona coming out right now we're gonna get red hulk red she hulk (laughs) in this movie Excuse me. Um, why do you say that? Why do I say that? Because, of course, we have the leader. Hell, we might get the Hulk in this movie, too. And She-Hulk. Uh, I don't think this is going to be a secret Hulk movie within a Captain America movie. But I think that's where the New World Order thing comes from. Uh, um 
perhaps leader uh, is um, is hired by the government or is employed by the government or some by some reason somehow some way to create new super soldiers of some kind maybe or and he goes rogue kidnaps the president Harrison Ford aka Thunderbolt Ross our new Thunderbolt Ross uh, there was, uh, and uh, I'm getting ahead of myself, uh, and he ends up creating a bunch of Hulk-like, um, hero, not heroes, but creatures, you know, maybe he creates a new abomination, or maybe he, we bring back the abomination, I don't know, maybe he brings, maybe he turns the president into the Red Hulk, and she ends up becoming the she, the Red She-Hulk by some fucking chance, and, you know, it just... All blows up out of proportion and, you know, we got a, not a Planet Hulk situation, but I believe we get, like, he tries to create a new world order. And with his Hulk minions, Red Hulk, Red She-Hulk, he's going to try and accomplish that. And it's up to Captain America to not only save the government and the country, but to save the world from this new world order. Um, that's just what I'm, that's just what I'm absorbing out from this. Uh, so far, what we've seen in um, uh, set photos, uh, they're at a funeral. They're at somebody's funeral. Um, also, that's filming right now. Hey, I just jumped a fucking gun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Liv Tyler's back. That's fucking great news. I'm glad they're bringing back certain characters and certain and actors to reprise their roles within the universe and they're trying to move forward with new stuff we'll see how that fucking goes we'll see what they do um also started filming recently uh daredevil um born again and uh, according to a set photo this may take place during the time of the blip i really hate that it's called the blip we call it the snap. They call it the blip. Sure. Why not? Whatever. Um, hate to go on a fucking tangent right now because this thing is playing. I have it on mute. I didn't turn off my TV. But it's a fucking telenovela. Why do all telenovelas start the show? And then a half an hour, maybe 45 minutes into the fucking show, they give you the opening credits with the whole theme song and the, 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 the fucking credits of the, the directors, the actors, this, that, and the other fucking thing. And then they continue with the fucking show, which is like a whole fucking hour or something. Don't ask me why I have this on my television. It just is on my TV. And I don't, I don't fucking get it. Why do these shows do that? You have a good 30 to 35 minutes worth of television. Then you throw in, <laughs> then you throw in the opening credits, the opening music and all that shit. And then you continue the show. It doesn't make any, all my Spanish people that listen, if you guys listen, I'm Puerto Rican, but I'm not into this shit. If you have an explanation to this shit, please, please tell me. 
why the fuck they do that. You know, and now it's back to the fucking show. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, so yeah, it's taking place during the blip. Uh, according to a set photo of the Daredevil show, not a set photo, but paparazzi or whatever the fuck it is, uh, they got Charlie Cox on the street and they have this sign of a church, a church sign, and it says this, that, and some other shit, and it's the date that's on it says something, uh, March 1st, 2020. So that would explain why Karen and Foggy are not cast into the show. As far as we know, we, they might come back in, um, you know, uh, uh, what's the fucking word? Um, flashbacks. Thank you. Uh, they might come back in flashbacks. We don't know. We don't fucking know. We might see stuff from the Netflix shows. Uh, but yeah, it looks like it looks like it's taking place during the blip. It's going to fill in some gaps on what the fuck the world was like during, or New York City was like during that time. Uh, I believe uh, Wilson Fisk is going to be running for mayor of a half-populated New York. And you got Daredevil probably going to try and thwart thwart that. (laughs) Yeah, and and other news, Donald Trump was arrested yesterday. Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. You know, celebrate good times. Come on. Uh, <laughs> fucking crook. Um, it's about fucking time. Um, uh, let's, oh, Twitter topics. It's time for Twitter topics, folks. Uh, Eddie Steak asks, uh, Eddie Steak asks, thoughts on X-Men 97 series? I can't fucking wait. Uh, unfortunately, I did not see the final season or season and a half of the original X-Men series. So I don't know exactly where they're picking up from, but I I know where they're picking up from, but I just don't know what the fuck is going on. You know what I mean? Uh, if that makes any fucking sense at all. But that um, uh, Professor X left with Lalandra, Lalandra, with the Shi'ar princess, queen, And he left the X-Men on their own. I think Magneto had joined the team at the end of the show, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And I guess it's picking up from there. And uh, I guess uh, from what I've heard is that uh, the X-Men, the world of the X-Men has gotten pretty good. People accept mutants a little better now and shit. And uh, they still have problems with uh, uh, humans for humanity type shit. And, uh, yeah, but basically Magneto's the new leader of the X-Men. And they're all still trying to not, o- not only get used to a world that's accepting them a little bit, but uh, they're also trying to... Uh... Yeah, they're just... Uh... A lot of... They've, they've released not a lot of what... The show is going to be about or what's going to happen in the show. But the snippets that we know is that it's the world is going good for the X-Men. Something's going to happen that's going to turn that shit upside down. And then he got... um, Yeah, Magneto's uh, running the team and he's a good guy. He's got a new costume. He, it looks very reminiscent of the early 
late 80s, early 90s uh, costume that he had uh, with the big M on his chest and it's kind of blackish purplish with a purple cape and shit. Um, so yeah, um, I'm, I, that's my thoughts. I'm excited for X-Men 97. I cannot wait. I don't know when it's dropping. I know it's dropping soon. I don't know if it's in the fall of this year or a little sooner. I, I don't think it's going to be a summer release. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fall release. Uh, and I think they've already uh, started uh, recordings for season two or season three. No, I'm sorry. They started season. They started recording for season two. And they're planning for a four season run. So that's really fucking cool. Uh, two Cheesecakes has a couple of topics. Uh, new Street Fighter. Okay. Uh, that would be Street Fighter 6. Um, I'm not a big Street Fighter guy. I grew up with it. But I'm, I grew up to become or to be more of a Mortal Kombat player. Uh, Street Fighter was very difficult for me because I had, uh, let's just say, older family members that would play with me and would cheese me to fucking death with, uh, like, let's say, E-Honda. And it slaps. They'd get me in a corner and just slap me to death. And it was very annoying. And I was a young kid. So I guess that's what turned me off to Street Fighter. Being cheesed to death. I said, fuck this game. Fuck you. Fuck all this. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. And and my parents were nice enough. Okay, maybe he needs his own thing. <laughs> and uh, my mom was nice enough to get me. Uh, uh, Sega Genesis and I got Mortal Kombat oh shit um, be right back alright uh, I had to I guess I went over time on uh, the previous recording um, and uh, what was I saying so okay and uh, my parents got me uh, a Sega Genesis and with the Sega Genesis I had Ren and Stimpy, uh, the video game, or uh, some adventure shit. Um, if I remember correctly, Earthworm Jim and Mortal Kombat. And something else, uh, Sonic. I don't know if it was Sonic 1, 2, or 3. No, it was first the first Sonic. So I had Sonic, Earthworm Jim, Ren and Stimpy, and uh, Mortal Kombat. And that's what got me into Mortal Kombat and fighting games. And that's the game that I stuck with. I've been here and there with Street Fighter. Um, I'm not um, 100% knowledgeable about most of the characters or the storylines. But the fact, what amazes me is that they're only up to six games. There's more than that. Don't get me wrong. I know there's more than that. But the fact that these guys only got up to six, while Mortal Kombat is up to 12, well, they will be up to 12 games. And a lesser time, because uh, Street Fighter, and I understand why, because Street Fighter uh, was an arcade game. And they were in the arcades for many, many, many years. All the way up until Street Fighter 2 or 3, if I'm not mistaken. They started in, what, 1986, 85, 86, 87, and they were in the car arcades, um, 
they didn't go council until what 1990 1991 and that was with street fighter 2 or 3 no street fighter 2 turbo no they moved the first street fighter game to council if I, if memory serves me right, I watched uh, the games that made us. I remember uh, or High Score, whichever the fucking uh, program was on Netflix, and I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. But uh, I believe they transferred the first game to Council, and then their first uh, the co arcade slash Council release was uh, Street Fighter Two. Then they had Street Fighter Two Turbo. Then they had Street Fighter Two. Championship Edition, Street Fighter 2 Gold Championship Edition, then Street Fighter 2 Turbo Delicious, and then they had Street Fighter 3, and then they had Street Fighter 3 something, then Street Fighter 4, like 3 or 4 Street Fighter 3s, then you had, <laughs> then they had what, uh, Street Fighter 4, Street Fighter 4 Alpha, Street Fighter Alpha something, Championship Edition, Street Fighter, you know, over the year, there's like 20 fucking Street Fighters. <laughs> if you count, if you count the countless uh, special editions they've released. I remember my Street Fighter was Street Fighter 2 Gold Championship Edition, if I remember correctly. I even had the poster for it. Or was it Turbo? I'm trying to remember correctly. I got to ask my parents, but they they would know. Uh, I had the poster for it. It had, it was a huge character posters, beautiful artwork, and it was it, it was actually for both Street Fighters. It was Street Fighter Two Turbo and then Street Fighter Championship Edition. Uh, it said uh, uh, it was Street Fighter and then Street Fight on their Street Fighter Two. One was said Turbo Edition, and the other one said on the other side it said uh, uh, Championship Edition. Uh, no, Street Fighter 2 Turbo Championship Edition. I think that's what it was. And uh, it had all the characters in it. It was in, in uh, Guile's um, uh, play, uh, not play set, <laughs> uh, fighting arena, which was the Jets and the airfield. And everybody was there, Bison, Balrog, Brega, all that shit. And... Uh, and so my Street Fighter game went as far as Street Fighter 2 Turbo Championship Edition for the Super Nintendo or the NES. Super Nintendo, yeah. Super Nintendo, one with the cartridge that went on top. That's as far as I went with Street Fighter. Did not go no further. So I don't have much to say on Street Fighter 6 other than I, I really wish we got a Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat. Because it looks like Street Fighter's graphics are now not up to par, I want to say. But they're more compatible. It looks like it's more compatible with what Mortal Kombat is at, at its moment. Uh, at this moment with uh, the graphics, graphics-wise. Um, and I think both, both designs can work well together. Look at uh, what they did with Street Fighter X Tekken. They, they, they were two completely different art styles uh character designs but they blended that shit really nicely and i believe street fighter mortal kombat could do the same thing mortal kombat could definitely um what's the word uh comp not compensate but compromise themselves enough that they don't need 
the heavy gore and fatalities and blood and guts and shit like that. You know, they've done it before. They've tied they've died their things down. They can easily do that to comp to compromise to make a Street Fighter safe or a Street Fighter level rating video game of a Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter. I mean, it's it's fairly fucking simple. I don't know who which company is playing hard to get. But if it's more combat, they can easily compromise. Uh, I don't know why they would hesitate. And if it's Street Fighter, I mean, come on, like, grow some balls. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, I think that would be the biggest and greatest game ever to hit any fucking console. You know, and uh, I don't think Street Fighter is a single console thing so it could it's easily multi-platform they'll make their money i mean it's it's easy money right there for a Mortal Kombat versus street fighter video game uh, uh who knows who knows uh uh who knows what's gonna happen um Uh, I shall, I'm going to take a quick break and I'm going to finish, uh, the rest of the Twitter topics. We'll be right back after these commercial breaks. And we're back from a word from our sponsors. Um, I had no commercials. Um, again, that's another thing. Uh, what was I talking about? Okay, we were talking about Street Fighter and then uh, that Mortal Kombat thing. So that moves on from that. Um, but if you are looking to buy some ad space here on the Speculating Nerd podcast, um, hit me the fuck up. I'll probably charge you like five bucks a segment. I don't fucking know. Uh, but I'm cheap. I am a cheap whore. Um... <laughs> um uh, one way to start the third segment. Uh, I need more water. Um, okay, two cheesecakes continues. Uh, thoughts on uh, Power Rangers once and always. Now, they released a uh, trailer not too long ago for a Netflix uh, special film thing series. I fucking not entirely sure what it is um but it features the original blue ranger and black ranger uh from the original 90s uh series of power rangers um we also get uh little uh cameos of original also original um actors they're going to address the the death of trini um, unfortunately, uh, she passed away not too long ago and I'm not entirely sure. I'm not 100%, but, uh, will Jason David Frank make an appearance? I don't know if they filmed this before or after his untimely, uh, suicide slash passing. Um... Um, 
which would be fucked up, uh, un unfortunate if he wasn't able to make it to that. Also, uh, who else? Uh, Deborah Joe something Johnson, Joe Johnson. She says she's not in it because apparently, according to her, uh, what 50 or 40 year old woman wants to be in spandex, uh, which I, it could be one. It could be a really stupid thing to say, uh, considering who else is in the show. But that uh, it could be a fake out. Maybe she will make an appearance, but maybe she's not in the spandex costume. We don't know. Um, we don't know how exactly. It, it's a short teaser trailer. We're not entirely sure who or how many of the actual original Rangers are going to show up. We just know of the original. We just know the original Black Ranger, original Blue Ranger, uh, the Yellow Ranger that followed Trini, uh, the African woman, African American woman, uh, young lady. I forget her name. The Asian guy that was the Black Ranger that took over for the original Black Ranger. Uh, the Red Ranger that took over after, what's his name, Jason, uh, who was also in the movie. Um, another Pink Ranger that I don't know which era she's from is taking over for Joe Johnston. Um, apparently Rita Repulsa comes back and a new robotic Bobby, uh, Bobby, a new ro robotic body. And she kills Trini and they have, and Trini's daughter is involved and it's uh it's interesting it's um i'm looking forward to it the fuck is this um something was on my table um i'm 100% uh well not 100% uh i will watch it at some point i'm not going to wait i'm not waiting for it to drop to be honest but it's uh something i want to check out you know it's uh it's it the trailer looks interesting enough it looks has it looks like it has its uh Fair share of cheesiness, but it also looks like it's gonna be fun. So I wanna, I wanna check it out. I wanna check it out. It it looks fun. Uh, theories on Pokemon's future without Ash. I dropped out of Pokemon after. It wasn't Johto. It was after Kids WB completely dropped out. Once Kids WB dropped out. And, you know, there was no more Saturday morning cartoons. Everything moved to Cartoon Network or to other networks. I completely, like, I was gone. Like, I didn't have access to Cartoon Network on the, on the, on the regular. So a lot of things passed me by uh, after, you know, after a certain point. And even, even earlier on... Uh, kind of, uh, I was more uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, grabbed my attention. Um, uh, excuse me. Uh, other shows uh, that were appearing, either I was waking up later or I uh, wound up watching something else that was on another channel at the same time that Pokemon was on. So I lost, Pokemon was losing me here and there. And then when Kids WB and Saturday Morning Cartoons completely disappeared off of network television and went straight to cable, uh, that's when things just like uh, Saturday mornings were done, you know. 
Uh, so I've been without Ash for a long time. Uh, how will it... I'm pretty sure if they have good writing and good stories and interesting uh, Pokemon. and I really think the driving force is the Pokemon. You know, everybody wants to see the, either the new Pokemon or old Pokemon that become, evolve into new iterations. Uh, I think that's where everybody's going to be focused on. That's assuming if the new characters and new head uh, human characters are not interesting enough. People will probably still stick with it depending on who the Pokemon are or what the Pokemon are. Um... I'm sure, I'm sure they, they, they know what they're doing. If they wanted to move on with a new character. Hell, even the video games didn't have Ash, if I'm not mistaken, right? Was Ash always part of the video games? From, you know, because I'm pretty sure. No, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. Because you're, you're technically Ash. You're not Ash Ketchum in the video games. You are you. You're playing as a version of Ash uh, in those games, if I'm not mistaken. You know, so it's not the first time we're going to be without Ash in a sense, but I'm sure they know what they're doing. I'm sure it's going to be a successful thing. It's going to capture a whole new generation of fans. Uh, if they keep things uh, a good way that keeps the OG fans, then they'll be good. They'll be fine without Ash. Um, I'm sure things will be perfectly fine. Uh, maybe the OGs will be more concerned about what, about the Pokemon. And then you have, um, you know, the new generation that are just going to be like, this is going to be their new Ash. This is going to be their new Misty and Brock and this, that, and the other thing. And they're going to, it's all to attract the new generation. So either way, they're going to be fine. Um, I, unfortunately I won't be watching because, um, Unless it's somewhere I can find it. Uh, I think Tubi has Pokemon. I can catch up on those things there if I wanted to. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, there's, it is what it is. So I think that's it for Twitter topics. Thank you, Eddie Steak and Two Cheesecakes. Uh, you guys are awesome. Um... Remember, Twitter topics are an everyday thing. So if you have something you want me to talk about, even though I probably won't get to it the day that you send it to me, uh, I will for sure put it in the notes and I will address it. So if you have Twitter topics, it's an everyday thing. If you have an idea or a topic you want to talk about or me to talk about, send it my way. I'm always there. Uh, I'm, you know, uh, either on Twitter, because it is Twitter topics. Or email at thespeculatingnerd at gmail.com. Um, I guess that's the show. Let's, uh, let's kill some time real quick, shall we? Let's see here. Oh, and other uh, sad news. Uh, Lance Riddick uh, passed away, uh, known as the voice of Savala for you Destiny players out there. 
uh, longtime uh, uh, character actor. Uh, yeah. Sideshow, oh my god, Sideshow Collectibles has this brand new fucking Taskmaster um, statue. It looks so fucking badass, man. I swear. It looks so fucking good. Uh, his face is interchangeable. His cape is posable. Oh, they also have this new uh, bust of Skeletor. Life-size bust, no, no less. Oh my god, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. The of course the cape is cloth, the hood is cloth. The face is so beautifully detailed. It's massive. It's it's life size. It's life size. So um I'm still trying to get that sideshow uh, sponsorship. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. And uh coming up, uh breaking news from Daily Planet is coming soon. They have a new uh Superman and Lois statue coming out. Uh, so that should be dropping very soon. They have a new um, Scarlet Witch statue. That's coming out, or at least it's uh, available. Unfortunately, in, when it comes to the Taskmaster... Um, figure the exclusive which has the classic skull face is not available it's sold out already but they do have the more advanced uh skull mask i guess that's a more either a sideshow original design or something that's in the comics now i'm not entirely sure but yeah his the, it's like a more it's not a skull skull but it's a skull metallic skull design it looks really fucking good, uh, and I guess it's a it's a lot, it's less expensive than the exclusive one with the original uh, skull face, but yeah, they got some fucking great stuff over at Sideshow. So Sideshow.com, check it out. Uh, at checkout, use hashtag speculating nerd. <laughs> I wish I <laughs> get twenty percent off on Sideshow collectibles. Uh, see, I can do it. It's possible. It is totally possible. I can get it done. <laughs> oh, boy, I wish. I wish so much. I wish I may. I wish I might. Uh, let's see what's going on on Twitter real quick. Um, I'm recording this live. You know what? My, my dream job... Slash, uh, what I would really like to do if, if I could, start a Kickstarter or Indiegogo or whatever the fucking crowdfunding thing is. I would open my own comic book shop. That would be my dream job slash uh, future. If 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 my future in writing, or in semi art doesn't go anywhere uh if i'm not as successful as i hope i would be in my writing i would love to have my own comic book shop 
somewhere in my neighborhood or somewhere else, uh, hopefully. Um, and yeah, just be around things that I love. Be surrounded by, you know, comics and games and, 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 uh, you know, collectibles and statues and, and all that stuff. I mean, that would be, oh, I'd be the dream right there. That would be the dream thing. So if I was to ever start a, a Kickstarter slash an Egogo slash whatever the fuck it is that you helps that helps you, you know, achieve your dreams, uh, that that would be the thing. That would be the thing. Um, but you know that takes a lot of money, so I don't know if that's gonna happen. But um, it is something that's out there. It could be in the books if I talk to the right people. Uh, maybe. But again, I don't know if I'm mentally there yet. Um, or who knows? Maybe I am mentally there. I'm just a little scared or uh, nervous about taking that step. But that's neither here nor there. Um, fire James Gunn. Hashtag Fire James Gunn is trending. Oh my God. What more do these fucking people want? Gunn has no future at DC anymore. He burned so many bridges already. What the fuck? Oh my god. These fucking people are fucking ridiculous. Superman's trending. Let's see why. Okay. Eh, really much. Uh, Flash, Evil Dead, Vicky Guerrero, Mando, The Mandalorian I gotta catch up on. Uh, oh, Yankees won. Four to two. Let's go Yankees. Yeah, I'm a Yankee fan, if you don't know. Uh, uh, baseball, Yankees, football, Giants, uh, basketball, who fucking cares? Uh, uh, although I do like other teams from football. Um, <laughs> uh, basketball, uh, I don't, I really don't know. Um, hockey. Could care less. Um, uh, rugby. Uh, the black shirts. I think that's what they're called. The black shirts. <laughs> the blacks. I think that's what they're called. Or something like that. Um, <laughs> what other sport is there? Uh, lacrosse. Don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um... Yeah, not much going on, I guess. Uh, it's, uh... Oh, they finished filming uh, Joker 2. Wow, that was fast. That was fucking fast. 
Well, not much going on right now. Uh, my mentions are light. Uh, I did post a tweet saying, kind of sucks wanting to record a podcast, but you have to wait for certain necessary pro- uh, devices to charge up. You know, sci face. Um, but yeah, I think uh, this was a successful run. Uh, three segments. A lot of news. Um, yeah, again, look, the Twitter topics are an everyday thing. Hit me up on Twitter or at email. Um, my um, subscriber-only stuff will come very soon. Maybe I'll um, maybe I'll record uh, Book of Neo too. Uh, reading of the Book of Neo, uh, part two. Uh, nobody's listened to part one, surprisingly. Not surprisingly, honestly, but... And only one person watched uh, Motor Combat Annihilation with me on, <laughs> on the... On the uh, blo- not the black site, the, over here uh, on the show. So we'll see how many people listen to... Again, there's only three subscribers, so I'm only going to get three listeners. So I'm very grateful for you guys. Don't get me wrong. Don't say, Don't get me wrong. Uh, very grateful. Uh, love you guys. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll either record a reading of um, Book of Neo 2. Well, the Book of Neo Part 2 reading. Uh, yeah, we'll see. what. I'll just keep going somehow, someway. We'll see. Uh, but that's today's show. Episode 42 is in the books. That's done. Um, and we're going to close it there thank you so much for listening until next time folks peace out